0: Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with us. I am Valerie Malone, life coach, motivational speaker, creator of Love You Life. Today, I have the amazing Eva. She is a self-love coach. Welcome, and thank you so much for
1: being here with us. Hi, Valerie. Thank you so much for having me on this. I feel so honored right now. Thank you. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: What do you do and why you became a a self-love coach?
1: Okay, so um, obviously you all know that my name is Eva. I am a self-love coach and energy healer. The reason that I combine the two is because spirituality, spiritual nutrition is so important to who we are as people. It's the bedrock for a successful life, and I don't mean success in acquiring tangible possessions. I mean, success all around to feel whole and complete. And the reason that I got into this was because um, as a child, I was physically abused by my biological father who was an alcoholic and his version of fun when he was drinking would be to throw me against walls. And it was so painful. The last time I actually ever saw him was because he was getting arrested because my mom called the cops on him. And shortly after he left, my mother started to take on the abusive tendencies and then met my stepdad. My stepdad, who I adore with all my heart, was so submissive and would often turn a blind eye onto the abuse. I can't tell you how many times she would sit there like slapping me across the face because I said something I shouldn't be saying, would tell me that I couldn't eat dinner because I wasn't a good enough kid. And that took a toll. And then my dad, my stepdad sometimes participated in this abuse. So by the time I was 18 years old, the damage was done. But I started dating somebody who had a penchant for flandering, and I didn't know how to leave because my version of love was to seek it externally. I felt like if I had a man on my side, that was going to solve all my problems. I was so young and so naive. By the time I was 22, I was able to walk away from it. But all those years had finally caught up, I started escaping in drinking. And this just went on for 11 years. I've been raped so many times that I've lost count. I've been arrested on a few occasions because of my drinking. I lost jobs. I lost relationships with those that I deeply cared for. I've blacked out numerous times. And it was 11 years later that somebody walked into my life who forever changed the whole trajectory of my life. My intuition had told me not to date him because he was going to break my heart in six months. But it also said to me, you're not going to listen. And because of that, you're going to learn the greatest lesson of your life. Sure enough, five and a half months later, he broke up with me. That breakup rocked me to my core and changed me on a cellular level. It woke me up and I knew I had to stop drinking. So. Within five weeks of that breakup, I just gave up the drinking. I got my sign one day and I just I never looked back. I didn't go to rehab, I didn't do a detox, I didn't do any AA meetings, I didn't tell any of my friends, I didn't have social media, so I didn't even have a support network. I did it completely on my own by relying on divine faith and using the law of attraction. And so when I stopped, I started really focusing on learning everything in the esoteric from numerology to astrology to reading oracle cards and tarot cards to using pendulums to praying with the divine to build a deeper connection with them, playing around with my own energies and seeing how we really can manipulate our own energies to manipulate our entire life. And I know that manipulate sounds so harsh, but that's really what it is we talk ourselves into depression, which means that we're manipulating ourselves into depression, which means that we can also manipulate ourselves into having the lives that we want. We can create anything that we want. It's magic. And so through all of those ordeals, through the pain and suffering and the trials and tribulations, I've realized that this is my path. I had to go through what I went through so that I can show other people that it's okay to be in the abyss of your own darkness. It's okay to get trapped in there, but you can find the light. The light's there. It's whether or not you want to find it.
0: Oh, my God. Um, I try so hard not to cry, but (laughs) I try not to do that today. I almost cried. (laughs) <laughs> I I know her personally, so she's an amazing person. And and me and her, we have talked about this a lot. And every time I hear it, it just just touches my heart. She has a special place in my heart. And I can relate to so much stuff that she says because I've been through some of those stuff. And I so every time she mentioned her pain, I I I feel her pain. I know how it is to go through all of that. But at the same time, such a proudly, I can say that she came out of it and, and I wish you guys could see her. She's such a beautiful person inside out. Um, so that brings me to the question of what does self-love means to you?
1: Self-love is what it means to me personally is recognizing that darkness within and being okay with it. Because we all have the light and the dark. We all have duplicitous personalities. We all have the good and the bad, the pain and the pleasure. And it's about standing confidently in your own skin, embracing who you are, not just liking certain aspects of yourself and disregarding the ones that you may find to be weaknesses. Because really, if we have a weakness, we can always grow that weakness into a strength. So it's about being the bedrock of your life for everyone around you. It's about healing through all your suffering and realizing that suffering really is so unnecessary. It's about healing through the pain and not being immune to pain, but being immune to suffering in general, because we know that pain is a fact of life. It's always going to happen to us. There are 7.7 billion people in, in the world. We can't escape it, but we can choose to walk away from the suffering. And when we can recognize that, then we can build that really strong internal foundation within ourselves and learn to enjoy our company, learn to date ourselves, learn the joy of what it means to wake up every morning and say, wow, I am so grateful to be alive today because this is my fresh start.
0: Right. Wow. You 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 made a, such an amazing point here. You said that don't get immune to the pain. And as we all know, uh, uh, I would say 75% of people that are going through pain, their quick escape is to suppress it with narcotic and go through something, reach to something that is, is available or simply being in a toxic relationship or emotionally investing on someone to make them happy so that's what a very very important key point that you just said that don't let your body and mind become immune to suffering in order for you to prognose it like that and then say hey temporary happiness is helping me so that's why you are going so deep into love yourself and then Once you start loving yourself, that's how you can get rid of the temporary uh, or the artificial things that makes you happy, temporary, and then you can create a foundation, knowing yourself, being yourself, and that's how you can get it, which brings me to the next one. You mentioned energy, because energy comes with all that. So Why is energy so important to cultivate loving relationship with ourselves? What energy has to do with that?
1: Everything is energy. We all are energy. Rocks are energy. Plants are energy. And it's not some woo-woo theory. You know, this is actually scientifically proven. And it dates back to thousands of years in ancient Chinese medicine and um, Ayurveda, where they say that our grief, sorrow, pain, suffering, anger is actually stored within our organs. And if you notice, if you've ever done yoga and you get on your mat and all of a sudden you start crying or you all of a sudden start getting consumed with rage, it's that energy that's actually being released that has been repressed and as a result stagnant in your body. So if we can work on releasing those energies within yourself through energy healing we can help balance you all together and that's not to say that this is energy balancing because we can't possibly balance somebody if they're not purging what needs to be released this is about purging everything out of your entire body and then you can balance yourself and that's why I find energy healing so important to this because it's you know We all know about the subconscious mind, how it rules about 90 to 95% of our day. That's habits. Our conscious mind is the creative mind. So if our habits are really dictating our lives, what are those habits formed from? Energies.
0: Right, you're right. You're so right. Um, So it would be safe to say that when you get up in the morning and tell you go back to sleep, No matter what you do, you have to be aware of your energy, where you're spending your energy and how do you spend your energy.
1: Exactly. And it's, you know, a lot, you hear the um, phrase so much, like your thoughts create your reality. That is partially true. It's actually your thoughts create your energy. Right. And then that energy creates the reality. Because if you're, let's say you're in a pissed off mood, you just stubbed your toe and you're like, oh my God, that hurts so much it's that energy went into your brain to process it as a pain it wasn't your thought itself it's the energy behind it and that's why it's like everything really is energy and that's why I find it so important for this
0: right 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 And, and this is why it's fascinating for me now a lot of people ask me this question and I want you to answer this question I haven't told you this question yet, but I'm I'm going to tell you, ask you because you've been through a lot of pain. So I hear when I, every time whether I uh, talk to a client or to a friend or to uh, somebody, they, have you noticed that people say like, well, I really don't want to cry. People are preventing themselves from crying or feeling sad, but wouldn't you say in a way that's that bad energy, you must release it. It has to come out of your body in order to heal.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I'll give you an example. So, um, Last March, I moved to Santa Fe from New York. I had no friends, no family, not even a job. I packed up moved 2,000 miles away where I really didn't know anyone at all. And within three months, I fell into a really deep depression. I tried so hard to repel this depression out of my body that it was actually only making it deeper because I was resisting it. So after a few days, and I was petrified of this because I haven't fallen into this deep of a depression since my drinking days. Mm-hmm. This was the first time when I was sober. I didn't know what to do. So finally, after a few days, I'm like, you know what? Let me actually sit on this depression. Let me treat the depression as if it were a good thing, as if it's the best energy I've ever had in my entire life. So when I actually sat on it and I started smiling because I was depressed, started laughing because I was depressed, that depression went away and it's never come back.
0: Wow. Wow. Yes. And, and, and so many people suffer from depression. So I'm glad you mentioned that because you're, you're right. It's just like resistant of like, you always have to control it. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to be sad. I'm not going to feel that I'm depressed. I'm always going to be positive. You can't always be positive. And, and if you feel something, it's like, yes, I feel it. But like you said, laugh through it and allow it to be.
1: Right, because spirituality isn't about you know floating off in La La Land, dancing with rainbows and unicorns. It's about dive <laughs> <getting laughs> into your psychological kinks, into that deep darkness that we don't want to see. Because so what I think that a lot of people fail to comprehend is that darkness is our gateway to liberation. It's not the happiness, because embracing that darkness is what actually brings us the pleasure in life right so
0: you made a decision to become a self-love coach and energy healer and this is because why
1: because of all the pain and suffering that i had been through it's um i didn't have an easy life and when i finally made the decision The decision that I wanted to take control of my life, I started really delving much deeper into spirituality. And ever since I was a little kid, I always knew that spiritual services were going to be something I was going to enter as an adult because I've always been into it. I just couldn't really quite figure it out. And um, so I kept on meditating on this. And one day it just came to me in meditation you have to help people with self-love. And I was like, oh my God, why didn't I think of this earlier? Meanwhile, the night before I um, opened up a fortune cookie and it said, love is in the air. I'm like, what is this supposed to mean? And then (laughs) I got that message in my meditation. I was like, oh, there we go. Thank you so much, Divine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So here's another question for you. Do you think that uh, now, I'm old fashioned. I'm much older than you. And I know that back in the days, let's just say thousand and thousand of the years, people were very, very practicing a lot of religion, religion, which is what's kind of like people were, education was not that important or we were not that advanced when it comes to technology or even science. So people were very following religion, individual religion. And then as they were really doing what religion was telling them in a way, as we modern, and then we realized that that those words of a faith and religion that some wise person was planning to telling other people to practice was actually good for us. So as we modernized our life and everything, science went high and technology went high, would you, would you agree that a lot of people lost the side, their spirituality side, their faith side, and that's why there's so much chaos is going on in the world right now?
1: Absolutely, because society has played such an integral role in us following the status quo. And us, you know, as women from a young age, it's always, you're going to go marry somebody rich. You're going to be a stay at home mom. You're going to procreate. That is your role in life. And that's what I was told as a kid. And I kept on saying since I was a little kid, no, I'm not. I'm going to own my own business one day. I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. And it I would get into a lot of fights with my parents over this and they would just dismiss it. Like, Oh, silly little girl. She's just dreaming. And that's not just for us women because it goes for the men too. Men are told that they have to be the providers and the breadwinners of the family. So I can see it from a man's perspective where that's a lot of pressure for them. They're taught they can't cry. They can't, um, it's not okay to show a vulnerability because that emasculates them. Mm-hmm. So it's, and when you connect to that spiritual side, you understand that you are supposed to feel all your emotions. And if we take depression back into this, now society says it's okay if you have depression, just take Prozac. It'll cure your depression. It's going to mm-hmm. help it. But we are our own healers. We can actually cure our own depression, and that's not that's we're being taught to walk away from our own mind-body connection because deep down we really have the answers that we seek. whether or not we think that we do, the answers are always there. We just have to come into silence and stillness to allow the answers to surface you know and we're also taught like, oh um. It's okay, we don't need trees. We don't need to connect with nature. We don't need to go connect with water. That was so integral for our ancestors and we've deviated away from that whole path. And I'm not saying that everyone has to go do that. It's you know take what resonates with you and leave what doesn't. But I'm pretty sure that if you went and touched a tree just for a few minutes, you can feel how much you're actually grounding from within.
0: Wow. Yeah. And uh, we we were literally uh, disconnected from our spiritual side with the society inherent in the society of expectation. Like you said, as a girl, we have to grow up, do certain stuff. As a man, we have to do certain stuff. And then we're running, 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 running all day long. And we never take time to actually think about our inside, our feeling, our energy, our emotion, and our spirit. And that's why there's so much disconnection between the exterior body and your interior energy and uh, spirit. So what would you say to someone that wanted to build up a deeper and more loving relationship with themselves?
1: First, develop a spiritual connection. I'm telling you, it is, it's been the bedrock for my own success for cultivating that loving relationship. Second, it is so important that you're gentle with yourself. Because how many times do you have a friend come running to you with a problem and you're coddling them? You're like, it's okay. Things are going to be okay. Then when you're dealing with your own problem, you disparage yourself. Why? Why are we so much more gentle with others and not with ourselves? So it's important that you become your own mother to nourish the child within. Because all of us have some kind of aspect where we felt neglected as children. So we want to hone in on that inner child within us. What brings that inner child joy? And that's so important to cultivating a loving relationship with yourself. And allow yourself to feel your emotions because no emotions are wrong or right. The only wrong that can ever happen is for you to deny yourself of it. And if the more that you get honest with your own emotions, and I'm angry, it doesn't matter if it's illogical or rational because it's, you're feeling that for a reason so that you can work through everything. And it is so fundamentally important that you acknowledge your own strength. Even if you don't think that you have it, you do. You're sitting here listening to this. You're alive for a reason. You have the strength. So you have to see it within yourself. And then there's a few other like, little things, you know, hate yourself. Enjoy your own company, give buy your best friend a cup of coffee. Say hello to your neighbor. Just get out there, pay it forward in whatever way that you can.
0: Uh, you said it such a beautifully that we have to be patient with ourselves. And like you said, that's one of the biggest problem people have that we are so kind as a woman in general, we are so nurturing, we're so kind, and we when when our kid comes in upset, we try to make them feel better. We make our partner feel better. We make our uh, boss, our coworkers and everybody feel better But when it comes to our eyes and we neglect ourselves. And we simply go to this thing of that, oh, we're not good enough. And that we, again, inherited from the childhood and we treat ourselves with such a harsh thing. And you said it so beautifully. People have to take time, date yourself, love yourself, spend time with yourself in order to become that person to help someone else.
1: Yes, because it's all about, we search for that love of our life. Why are we not the love of our lives? What if right. what we're searching for is really ourselves?
0: Right, right. Absolutely. Because a lot of people don't look at it that way. A lot of people think that if I have a partner, loving partner, or if I have kids that they can take care of me, which is, you know, I always say that's a little cherry on top. But it begins with you and then it ends with you.
1: Right. So if you want the love of your life, be the love of your life, and then you'll find the love love who actually enhances those feelings from within.
0: You are so right. You are. This was such an amazing answer that you gave, and I'm so glad that you're here. I want all women to hear this, to hear your story, to know who you are, to know that regardless of how many obstacles got thrown at you almost all your life, um, you still rise above and you went through suffering and you went through the pain and you did the fast version of it of drinking and you thought that you could be okay with that and you that caused you even more pain. And on top of that, you still got up, dust yourself up and move forward and become this amazing person to take those pain and turn it to something that, Hey, I'm not going to be having this a victim mentality. Um, I realize how important I am. I, like you said, I have the potential to be the person that I want to be. And you train yourself to the spirituality, the energy and healing. You heal yourself first. And now you're here to help other people to love themselves. And you're going to make them realize how important it is in order to come out of that pain, forgive yourself forget about your past, take the good experience, bring it to life now and live the life that you love. You must love yourself first and that's why you're coaching this. Thank you so much for being here with us. Tell us where we can find you.
1: You can find me at cleankarma.com. It's C-L-E-E-N-C-A-R-M-A. Um, Instagram, I have the same handle and on Facebook, I have the same handle. So. Well, I encourage all women to, to go there and follow you
0: on your Instagram, find you on Facebook because you give some amazing information there for free. They have to listen and I want them to get to know you, visit your website. You have some amazing programs in there. So um, Eva, thank you so much. She's a dear friend of mine, uh, but thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you, Valerie.